0: Scrooge Family Ghost by Todd Puccio, version, November 2022, Chapter 2, Part 1. Dick looked out into the street through the front windows of the Fezziwig and Wilkins warehouse and contemplated the dealings of some businessmen whom he had been watching. He turned his gaze away from the window. "'Freddy, come here, my son,' Mr. Wilkins called from his counting desk." Fred set down his counting book atop a stack of boxes he was inventorying and approached his father. Freddy, you have been learning the trade here for six months now and going to school in the mornings, and now there is one more thing you must do to prepare your future. Yes, father? You must seek another patron, another person to recommend you. But I have you and Pa Fezziwig to recommend me, don't I? A third party could hardly trust upon only the only recommendation of a father and a man who was like a grandfather to you. No, you will arrange for a new mentor who will give you a business course of study, and you will present yourself to him on occasion so that when you are fully of age, he can assist you in getting a good situation. But father, aren't I to stay here with you and pa in my employment? Perhaps, and perhaps not. The future is an uncertain thing, Freddy. A young man must have a wider range of opportunities. Very well, father. To whom shall I go? To your uncle Ebenezer. The name struck Fred with a thud in his heart. Ebenezer was a name rarely spoken by anyone in the family. The last time he heard it, was just before his father left his previous employer so that he could partner with Pa. The Fezziwig business had taken upon some difficult times. Ebenezer Scrooge was once apprenticed to Mr. Fezziwig. Pa humbled himself to ask for a loan from Scrooge and Marley. Pa's former apprentice had refused him flatly. Freddy, a bit astonished at the suggestion, asked, but I thought that my uncle disliked us. His father responded, ''Freddy, your uncle dislikes me and Pa, but the night that you were born and the last time I spoke to him, he promised to do right by you for your mother's sake. ''Father, I am a bit afraid to approach him. ''Have you read those letters and journals in your mother's box? I suggest that you do so.'' When you present yourself to your uncle before the summer is complete, do I have your agreement? Yes, father, but please tell me, why has he become the family ogre? (laughs) Ha! My boy, read those things in the box and you will understand more. And I shall tell you that your uncle and I were once great friends, here as we apprenticed together with Pa. He was quite happy at first with the match I made with his sister. But eventually he was lured by money and the promise of security and safety from suffering. He became friends with Mr. Marley and was taken in by some perverse ideas about business. He stopped believing in a liberality of spirit. He no longer believed in casting one's bread upon the waters and trusting that it would be returned to him manyfold. He lost or rather, gave up much for his ideas. And I am sorry to say that the night you were born, he was so stricken with grief that he blamed me for your mother's death. They loved each other dearly. He sat with her in her last moments. She held you in his arms and asked him to always be your friend. Of course, I was in the room with them both, There was nothing to be done for her. She was always slight in body, and yet strong of heart. Ebenezer looked up at me with the red eyes, and declared that if I had not married her, and she had not been with child, she would still be alive. He left the house in haste, exclaiming that he would have nothing more to do with me or the family, and that he would expect to see the boy when he comes of age. That is why, for her sake and for yours, I am sending you to him. Dick wiped a tear from his cheek. Fred also dried a tear from his eye. Yes, father, I shall do it. Dick sent his son back to his work with one word of warning. Freddy, I am asking you for a business education. I am sending to him... I'm sending you to him for education and for his recommendation. Please take care that you are not taken in by his philosophies and temperament. Fred responded, yes, father. In the following evenings, before bed and his nightly prayers, Fred would take a moment to review the letters and journal writings from his mother's box. Fan was no great journal keeper. The entries were not written in regular intervals. It seemed that she merely wrote in her journal on occasions where the mood struck her. She wrote about fair afternoons with Ma and Pa Fezziwig. She wrote briefly about the occasional fit of melancholy and anger that her father displayed towards her and the house servant. He read several entries where she expressed missing and a desire to see her brother, Ebenezer. Apparently, she only got to see him for a couple of short weeks in the summers. He was sent to boarding school for most of the year. He never came home for holidays. She expressed a longing for the company of friends and family. She was told that the Scrooge family and her maternal relatives were either dead or estranged from her father, Gilbert. Freddy did notice, though, that his mother seemed to always have a strong and light heart. There was ever a sense of hope and pleasantness in everything she wrote. This was true also in the letters he found. Most of them were either to Ma Fezziwig or to Ebenezer. There were stray letters from each of them in return. It seems that Ebenezer wrote to his little fan twice each year. The words of the young Ebenezer were in text comforting, and yet, it was obvious to even a young reader such as Freddy that the boy was growing sad and morose in his isolation. Each letter from Fan's brother would begin with tales of his young friends at the school and some mention of a teacher or a course of study. He would acknowledge his sister's letters and express a desire to be with her. And before the end of the letter, a few words of regret and fear. Freddy saw a complicated boy that had the capacity for both a lively inner life and a friendly demeanor and a tendency towards inner withdrawal. By the common structure of each letter, Fred supposed that, basking in the light of reading a letter from Fan, Ebenezer was the best version of himself. And as the letter drew on, so too did that light fade, and the best of Ebenezer would fade as well. Fred began to realize what these siblings were for each other, each in their own kind of isolation, and each finding comfort in the giving and receiving of each other's words. Fred began to hope that one day he would know Ebenezer, the Ebenezer that Fan once loved.